Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is Emily. My name is Nick. And my name is David. Today, we will be answering a question. Here is the question. A physical therapist is evaluating a 66-year-old male with left hip and groin pain. He reports that his pain started three weeks ago after going for a long drive. It has been worsening over time. Since then, the patient has started to notice difficulty getting out of the car, putting on his socks, and also walking for a prolonged period of time. The patient states that when he wakes up in the morning, he notices stiffness in his joints lasting less than 30 minutes. Upon physical therapy evaluation, he has limited flexion and internal rotation of his left hip with the presentation of crepitus, which is the most likely diagnosis of this patient. Is it option A? rheumatoid arthritis, option B, osteoarthritis, option C, appendicitis, or is it option D, myalgia parasthetica? Before Emily and Nick break down the answer options for you, let's examine the question itself. Some of the keywords includes that pain started three weeks ago and is worsening over time since it provides us with a timeline and of, for the patient that is huge. The patient presenting with stiffness in the joints lasting less than 30 minutes is also something that should stick out to you. When you see limited flexion and internal rotation of the left hip with the presentation of crepitus, that's going to be huge as well because yeah, you notice crepitus, but you can also notice that they are mentioning the left so you know that this patient is unilateral. It's not bilateral. The most important thing to notice is most likely. In the heat of the moment, it will be very easy for you to bypass that key of most likely. So make sure you're slowing down, you're taking your time, and answer this question directly head on, and you're going to get this. Now let's look at the options. Okay, so option A is rheumatoid arthritis which is also referred to as RA. RA is a systemic inflammatory and chronic disorder with periods of exacerbation and remission. Generally, the onset is insidious over a period of weeks or months. The etiology of RA continues to be unknown. This condition results in destruction of the joint surface over time with progressive disability. The early symptoms of RA include malaise, weight loss, fatigue, as well as a vague pain and stiffness. The stiffness is notably worse in the mornings and normally lasts for over one hour. Over time, the pain and stiffness become more severe and persistent with accompanying muscle spasms, which can eventually lead to contractures. Okay, so now let's dive into option B. Option B is osteoarthritis, which is also referred to as OA. Symptoms of OA often develop slowly and worsen over time. OA can occur at any joint, 
However, it is most commonly affected in the hips, spine, knees, and hands. The most common sign and symptoms include pain, stiffness, and decreased range of motion. HIPOA can cause pain in the buttock, groin, thigh, or knee, and can vary from a dull, achy pain to a sharp and shooting pain. They will often describe this pain as a deep interior hip pain. And this discomfort is often caused by activities such as turning or pivoting to the affected side, rising from a seat, or leaning forward. The individual will most likely report increased stiffness after inactivity or in the morning upon waking up, which lasts for normally less than 30 minutes. As the disease course progresses, the patient will begin to experience increased difficulty with activities such as climbing stairs or donning socks. The most common range of motion limitations include decreased hip internal rotation, abduction, and flexion of the affected hip. All right, thanks, Emily. So next we have option C of appendicitis, which can be viewed as the inflammation of the appendix. Now, when referring to pain associated with the appendicitis, It can typically start at the umbilical region with possible and eventual localization at the right lower quadrant. Paralleling this to the question, the individual experienced pain in the left groin and hip region rather than over at the right lower quadrant. Now, this technically should not be the only factor we look at since atypical positions of the appendix may not point to the right lower quadrant pain, but to other areas, including but not limited to the back, left lower quadrant, and the groin. But this option still doesn't seem like the best option for us since for appendicitis, we would try to look more for clinical presentations, including, and again, not limited to, nausea, vomiting, a low-grade fever, abdominal muscle guarding, rebound tenderness, dysuria, pain with increased intra-abdominal pressure activities, or any references to McBurney's point, pinch and inch test, or the hop test. We should also keep in mind that continued review of appendicitis presentations can be helpful as this may present with much variety and may depend on the population of interest. So for example, children or even younger versus older adults. That's gonna lead us into option D of moralgia parasthetica, which can be labeled as the involvement of the lateral femoral cutaneous nerve, or from this point, we can just say LFCN. This involvement may occur at various points throughout its course in the body and through many indirect and or direct factors such as obesity, trauma, leg length discrepancy, and much, much more. Now the LFCN can be viewed as a pure sensory nerve supplying sensation to the lateral aspect of the thigh. Now this option does not seem to be too favorable since with the involvement of the LFCN, one may most likely note the presentation including, but not limited to, pain, numbness, tingling, hypersensitivity at the anterior lateral aspect of the thigh with a possible addition at the superior patellar region. Secondary hip, knee, and calf pain may also be presented. This presentation may typically be increased with hip extension activities such as walking, standing upright, and lying prone, Relief may stem from sitting or displaying more of a hunched over posture when standing, 
though this may eventually lead to no positional relief. And there we have it. Option B of OA was the correct answer provided by Emily. Thank you. But as always, don't stop there in your review process. Continue to move forward, reviewing all of those necessary details related to not only OA, but RA, appendicitis, and Moralza Parasthetica. Great work on that question, warriors. Keep on fighting. Here's a quote from Michael Jordan. If you quit once, it becomes a habit. Never quit. Never, never, never quit, warriors. You don't even want to quit that one time because then you're going to keep on going over and over and make you feel that it's okay. And you know what? Your dream is worth it. Do not quit on your dreams. Do not quit on yourself. Do not quit on your future and keep on battling forward. You can do this. Final Frontier believes in you. Now go get it. You are powerful. You are strong. You are a Final Frontier warrior and you will pass. Do you find it difficult to study on your own without direction? Do you get overwhelmed by all of the textbooks in every chapter that you come across? NPTE Final Frontier has made it easier for you. Purchase the NPTE detailed daily timetable on our website. It's a day-by-day study guide that outlines all the topics, textbooks, and NPTE categories each day. The timetable is a printable PDF and covers you for 12 weeks. Thank you very much for listening. For more information on MPTE Final Frontier, please visit mpteff.com. You can also check out all of our social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We hope this episode discussing a question regarding OA was helpful, and we look forward to you joining us here next time for the NPTE Final Frontier podcast. Thank you.